Good morning, everyone. I'm Tinks, and you're listening to It's Me, Tinks, live exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to answer all of your questions, so call me right now, 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. So I was at Gwyneth Paltrow's house last night. Ooh, sorry, let me just uh, bend down and pick up that name that I just dropped. Um, I was. It was for a, a G-Label Goop, uh, you know, they have a clothing line, a very good one, very classic, chic clothing line. It was to celebrate that. And I go to this party. It's fancy. I mean, it's at Gwyneth Paltrow's house. Like, it's so chic and cool and, like, amazing. And um, there's caviar and, like, running into lots of friends that I know and everyone looks amazing. And I'm talking to my friend and she's like, oh, do you know so-and-so? This really cute girl comes up and she's like, I'm like, oh, no, hi, I'm Tanks. And she's like, you bought my house. And I was like, huh? And she was like, you, you bought my house. And the blood drains from my face. And I start having a montage flashback to my stupid ass over the past year, all the bitching I've done about my house online, on my radio show, to People Magazine. There's an article out there. On People Magazine, that's like Tinks's house of hell. Like Tinks's th- Tinks, her house is haunted because there's so many problems with it. You remember the termites? I think that TikTok got over a million views. I, I, the ice machine saga, when there was rats living in my attic. I mean, listen. Let me back up. I'm a storyteller. I'm a creative, or at least I like to think that I'm a creative, right? I like to frame things in a way that's entertaining and funny. At least I hope you find it entertaining and funny. So of course, this is a nice, funny thing to share with people. And also, to be honest with you guys, bonding with my followers about house stuff has been amazing because it's like, I think that you guys kind of like to see me grow up and take the next step because I'm a little bit of Peter Pan syndrome. So when I got the house and I was like asking you guys, oh, should I get turf or grass? Should I, you know, what should I do about the ice machine? Like it was honestly a bonding moment because as I always say, I learned so much from you guys too. I don't have all the, any, all the answers by a long shot, especially not about actual grown up stuff. So I'm like thinking about that and I'm like, this girl hates me. This girl wants to kill me. She probably literally is going to poison my caviar. And I'm like, look. I'm so sorry. She's like laughing her ass off. She's like the amount of people who have sent me your stories and all the articles and all this stuff. She was like, I felt so bad. I didn't know if I should reach out because it was like an invasion of privacy since, you know, you're public person, blah, blah, blah. She was like, told me a really funny story about how one time she ordered an expensive cream and sent it to the wrong, to her old house. I probably used that cream because I use the same one. And I probably just thought, I, I probably ordered this when I was drunk on Amazon, whatever. So we spend the entire party just swapping stories about the house. She's the cutest girl. She, what we agreed on is that even though there is fundamental issues in the house, um, it has very good juju. It has really, really good like first big girl house energy. And she said she moved. She lived many happy years there. She met her husband there. She had a lot of boyfriends there. And it was like her first big girl house and she was like I you know I always think about it as it it just had the best energy and that's how I feel about my house is that like you know even though I have a small uh you know zoo with the rats and the termites and everything and even though my ice machine doesn't work and even though you know there's several other 
major issues. It has the best vibes. It's like it has the best juju and some houses don't some houses I really feel like are haunted I have a very I have my finger on the pulse of paranormal stuff I don't think it's haunted I kind of wish it was because ghosts are honestly easier to deal with than termites but I digress anyway she's a cutie I was so happy to meet her um especially over caviar uh you know at a goop party but anyway that was my that was my night last night and uh and now I'm here with all of you so I think we're gonna talk to Kayla first. Good morning, Kayla. How are you? Hi. Me? Hi, Kayla. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you. I've been, like, following your podcast ever since it dropped as, like, a mental health practice, and I, like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love I you. Like I love you. Thank you for being a listener, and thank you for calling in and, and being a part of the community. I, I, I love you. Thank you. What's going on this morning? Um, I had a friend query, and it was so funny. Okay. Whoever I talked to on the phone before I got here was like, wait, they what? And so, essentially, <laughs> um, I got Taylor Swift tickets. Hell, yes. A chosen person. Today. Wow. Let's Truly. let's all just let's all clap for Kayla because she's a better woman than most of us who did not get them. So, OK, that is a big, okay, and huge. I love I that. I posted about it as one does. Yeah. And a friend who I'm just not that close with anymore reached out and was like, that was a lot of money. And I was like, yeah, it was. Yep. Uh huh. And she was like, is that just for one? I said, no, I got two. And then I said, I'm taking a friend. And she was like. I'm sad. I thought we were going together. What? And I was like, you, like, I have not spoken to her in a couple months just because of school and everything. And this is the first time we've had contact. And now you're like, I'm sad. I thought we were going together. That's so weird. That's so weird. I was like, I just said, you didn't give me any indication you want to coordinate anything. If you told me, I totally would have sent it. But I didn't get anything like that. Yeah. And she's sort of like double, triple texted me saying, um, do you even still want to be friends? Because if you're not going to do anything, I'm not going to do anything. And I just felt like I was having a Regina George, why are you so obsessed with me moment? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Even though like, I kind of see where she's coming from. Why? I understand. Like, in the sense of she'll text me, I'll forget to respond, but I'll post on another social media site and she'll see it. Okay. Well, let's break this down. First of all, the ticket thing is just weird. And listen, I get it. Taylor Swift t- tickets make everybody act weird. But to try and guilt trip you when you guys had no previous communication about coordinating is ridiculous. I'm here to tell you as an outside party, that's ridiculous and she's in the wrong. Now for the other stuff. I mean... Like, it could be that she feels like you haven't been a good friend to her lately, and she's using that to guilt trip you about the tickets. But I'm going to give some honest advice here. I think that if you consistently forget to text someone back, it just means that you don't want to be, you don't think of them as a close friend. And that's okay. Like, I'm not condoning you not texting her back all the time. Like, yeah, like if you can text her back, whatever, but we all forget we're all busy. And if you consistently don't like, listen, 
time, how we spend our time is indicative of our priorities and our likes and our dislikes. And if you haven't spent any time with this girl in the past three, four months, what have you, if you don't even remember to text her back, she's not a priority to you. And that's okay. We don't have to be equal amounts of friend to everybody. And if she's just like an acquaintance, it sounds like she's just a little bit of a loose cannon and she's now trying to use this situation to guilt trip you into a ticket. So I guess I would, my advice would be to just be firm and kind of text her and say, look, I think you're great. We're not that close. I'm happy to remain friends and see each other once in a while for lunch. But apart from that, I can't offer anything because it would feel, I think it would feel fake based on our past history and just see what she says because sometimes when people are in that like loony place um and they're trying to like you know grab at straws grasp at straws whatever that phrase is they you know you you really have to cut it with it with firm um conciseness does that make sense so just say I would just say that and just see what she says and if she's like well you're not a good friend just say look I don't really feel like we're that close and I I was happy with our relationship before and 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 go from there yeah I was just having one of those moments where it was like am I the asshole no no I'm here to tell you you're not like listen it's not nice to not text someone back multiple times. Have I done it? Yes, absolutely. Because I don't want to hang out with them. And that's okay. Like, I know that sounds mean, but it's like, if you're not that close with someone, I'll give you an example. When I started getting followers, all of a sudden, oh my God, all of a sudden, all these people came out of the woodwork. Everybody wanted to have lunch with me all of a sudden. Everybody who ignored me before all of a sudden wanted to, you know, go to the bar with me, whatever. And some of those people I was acquaintances with, but I wasn't super close with them. And I would forget to text them back, not because I was some hotshot, because they weren't in my rotation. Like, I think that there's a study where it's like you can actually only maintain like five close friendships in your life. And then the next ring is like 10 people. And with social media, it's made us think that we should have 50 best friends and 50 close friends that know our whereabouts and everything that's going on in our life all the time. And that's just not the case, right? It's quantity over uh, quality over quantity every time. And Again, I don't think you've done anything wrong. I don't think you're an asshole. I think you should be straight up with her now and then see where she goes. And don't for a second feel bad about the Taylor tickets. That's insane. And just go and enjoy them with a real friend. I am so excited. I'm so floored. I like I feel so lucky that we're alive for this tour. I know. I know. Girl, I'm about to sell my kidney to go. I I ha- I don't have tickets and I'm going to I'm about to pull some every trick in the book to get them because this you would, you would have to this tour is is going to be everything and more and you deserve to enjoy it with a friend who is obsessed with you and you're obsessed with your friend oh my gosh thank you so much you're the best also say hi to vj she's the cutest thank you i love you so much have a great week you too thank you bye, bye babe that's some insane shit that is some really really wild shit i just it's not nice to not text people back, but it happens. You know, you gotta, you gotta kind of take a hint sometimes. I think it's, it's insane to guilt trip someone about the ticket. I don't know. But again, the Taylor tickets make people act a type of way. We're going to chat with Jen. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm okay. What's going on this morning? So I had a scenario I wanted to run by you. Okay. We love Um, a scenario. it's a little out there, but unfortunately, it's true. Okay. So, 
say you're dating this guy for four months. Okay. Um, talked about being official. He has two kids, a little hard to make time, but told you he was in love with you, told you he was going to give you a key, all this stuff. Okay. Um, and then he out of the blue just starts acting weird. Mm. And he's separated. And then you find out through friends that his wife that he's separated from, um, legally separated, he has full custody of the kids right now, is five months pregnant with his kid and he still hasn't told Stop. you. But he's texting you like things should be normal. <gasps> texting you good morning. Texting you about going on a date and then being like, oh, sorry, my daughter got sick. I can't go tonight. Oh, my God. Yes. What the hell does one do? I want to call him out on it. But if I call him out on it, I don't know if he'll answer. I want to see his face when he tells me. Yeah. He, apparently, he didn't know and only found out like a month ago, which would explain the change in behavior. Yeah, but, but still, I mean, he's a, he's an they adult. They were separated for eight months. Clearly, they had sex at some point. Yeah, <laughs> and and also like out of respect for someone who he said he was in love with, he should have mm-hmm. told you immediately. Like that's there's no ifs and buts. Correct. It's not a gray area. Right? And what irks me, I mean, not that people who have kids should be more moral, but I I tend to hold them in higher moral regard because I'm like you have fucking children like what example Mm -hmm. are you setting for them if you are lying like if you are lying about Mm -hmm. something this big when you have two children I just don't think that that's a good morally sound person I understand he's in a difficult situation but I also don't because if he was separated from his wife and still fucking her and still going on dates and telling another person that he loved them I don't really have a lot of sympathy for him so yeah no, I mean, everyone's like, oh, I feel bad for him. Like, yeah, she tried. She came out of the dark. She waited five months. And I'm like, well, he told me that they were basically just staying together for the kids. She's mentally ill. He had to make sure she was taking medication. Oh, God. They hadn't slept together in over two years. She was living in another room. Okay. And now, bam, she's pregnant. No, no. So, so. So he's he's a liar and he's also a coward, which is honestly mm-hmm. kind of worse than a, than a, um, liar sometimes so okay so you want to tell him in person you really do i want to see his face in person i don't think i'm going to get that because it's every excuse in the book he won't answer a phone call he'll respond to a text the next day oh i was busy at work what do i do i ghost him do i just send him the i mean i found her instagram with her pregnancy pictures do i just send him the screenshots and let him know that i know that's powerful i mean what would you do what would i do i would probably I think you've earned the right to be a little petty in this situation. I would screenshot it and I would text it to him and I would say, don't contact me again. And then block him on everything because let me tell you something. And I I, I hate to even say this on air because the men will know that we know the secret. The only thing that drives men truly insane is no contact. Mm -hmm. The only thing that drives them out of their mind is full cold turkey. And it will be hard, babe. It will be hard. You will have nights where you're thinking about, oh, wow, he literally told me he was giving me a key. He told me he was in love with me. You're Mm going to be spiraling. You're going to want to call him. You're going to want to text him. Be strong. Send him that and say, never contact me again. And just cut it because it will drive him crazy. And he... You, that is not your monkeys, not your circus. You have to protect yourself no. from that energy. If he's lying about this, who knows what else is he's lying about? 
Who knows? That's what I keep thinking of. I could deal with a divorce and two older kids, but not an infant. Forget no, that. No. And no. And also he and on straight top of up that, lied. Like, what else did he lie about? He yep. straight up lied about sleeping with her, which is such a betrayal. He straight up lied. He should have mm-hmm. told you first thing. You should have received a sobbing call whatever whenever yeah. he found out saying listen i'm devastated i just found this out you got to give me time to figure this out i'm in love with you but this isn't right and i got to fix it yeah. like instead he just disappeared and ghosted me yeah. and then we talked one night he was like i've had a bad week cps i still want to be with you i just it's been one thing after another every and then swore it wouldn't happen again no and then Empty days promises. later supposedly his phone broke and he oh please and then the kids were sick and then he was sick and then one had a virus one thing after another and he's avoiding you can tell yeah he he's not no absolutely not i'm so, so sorry just send the screenshots and cut it off and say please and never, never contact me again. again yeah and just and just leave it because it's it, that's absurd and I'm so sorry it's mm-hmm. such a betrayal Thank you. it's such a so, it's so nasty and yucky feeling and and it's like it's mm-hmm. not your problem and you have something far better coming for you so the sooner you right. you draw a line <laughs> in the sand and the sooner you leave this mm-hmm. mess behind the sooner you can get on to whatever good goodness is coming and it is I promise you I promise you um so just eyes forward Thanks. and be strong Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much. I just needed a non-biased opinion. And I, get it. I saw your the number come up on Instagram and I was like, I'm going to try. I'm so glad you called. <laughs> I've been following you for years. I'm Thank so you glad so you much, called. James. Okay. Do something nice for yourself this week, like a massage or a manicure or something extra nice. You do, you're, you need it. You're probably in shock still and be strong because mm-hmm. he's just, you're, you're worth so much more. Thank you. Thank you so okay. much. Have a great week. Lots of Bye. love. Bye, you babe. Too. It just amazes me how people can lie through their teeth. I wish that I was a good liar. I am such a bad liar, you guys. I also am like really rule abiding. I think I've told you guys that before, which doesn't fit with my personality. But like I cannot break a rule. Like if there's like a like a way to skip a line or whatever, I could never. I can't lie and I can't do that. It's not that I like it's some big moral thing. It's just like I have so much anxiety of being caught that it would outweigh any goodness that I got from the lie or the rule breaking. So that's a little window into my soul. But it just absolutely amazes me how people can lie through their teeth about such major things. Like, oh my God, keeping a secret that your separated quote uh, wife is pregnant while you have another girlfriend who you claim to be in love with? Holy moly. Uh, wow. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Okay. We're going to chat with Lauren. How are you, Lauren? Good morning. Hi, Tinks. How are you? I'm all right. What's going on? Um, I actually just went through a breakup this weekend. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. How um, long, how long, I didn't. How, how long were you We were dating, dating for nine months. Okay. Okay. It was my first, like, I would say adult, like grown up, actually committed yeah. relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, everything else was like college or didn't really last long, that yeah. kind of thing. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. You're in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, really fresh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with the holidays coming up and everything, I, I mean, obviously, he and I had a lot of plans together that are done. But I had a lot of plans with other people, like friends and family. And I just want to know if you have any advice for kind of getting through this time 
Yeah. Um, when everybody's, you know, feeling their best and really excited and I'm just not really feeling it. Yeah. Listen, it's the breakups are the worst. It's there's no magic pill and it's going to be. Um, I like to level set with people like, you know, I don't I don't, I don't like to say you're going to be you will be OK. Well, let me start with that. You're going to be OK. But the next couple of weeks are going to be a little challenging. And so for me, when I'm going through a breakup, I like to tell myself that because then it kind of like takes the pressure off. You know, you're just like, OK, it's like it's like being sick. Right. It's you're just like, OK, I'm going to feel shitty for a few weeks. And and that's OK. In terms of the holidays, I think that you know, it's okay not to be okay. And if you go to a holiday party, whether it's with family or friends or whatever, and people are like, oh, what happened to your boyfriend or whatever? It's okay to break down and sob. Like, I want you to know that because in a way that's easier and people will just be like, oh shit, I'm really sorry. I didn't know. Or, oh God, okay, we, we don't have to talk about this. Or you can just say to people like, hey guys, we just broke up. It's really fresh. I just kind of need a minute. I don't want to talk about it. And people will get the message. Like people are very sympathetic. People are very sympathetic to people going through breakups, especially around this time, because they know it's a sensitive time and they know it's stressful and they know that tensions are high and emotions are running high during during the holidays. So it's okay to be a little vulnerable. I know it might feel uncomfortable to tell people that, but honestly, it kind of just gets people off your back because, you know, then they feel bad for you. Um, And in terms of people feeling their best, I don't know if you're going to find this helpful, but it's actually not a time when a lot of people are feeling their best. Just anecdotally from like AMA questions I've gotten lately and whatever. I would say a, a vast majority of people are having kind of a hard time right now. I'm not glad about that, but I'm doing that to try and make you feel like you have solidarity. Like people who haven't had a relationship in a long time are feeling sad. People with bad family shit are feeling sad. Like don't feel like you're the only one because it's just a really stressful time. And I know I hype up the holidays and I know I love them too, but like it's also just like the most stressful time and everybody's kind of at the end of their, you know, energy for the year and everyone is like wants to kill their family and like having fights with their boyfriend and whatever. So it's like it's a mess. And and I would just kind of like embrace that mess, whatever it is. And my number one tip for breakups for feeling shitty is take it day by day. Actually less. Like really take it hour by hour. And I I know people throw that phrase around a lot. I want you to like dial into what that means. So like look at your day and be like, what do I have to do today? I have to finish one thing for work. I have to go meet my friend for a walk and I have to buy one Christmas present for my mom or whatever. And only think about that. And if your brain strays to like, what am I going to do in January? What am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about that? Say no, stop, control, alt, delete. What do I have to do today? And be very strict about that. And that will really help you go through the motions and make you feel like you have little tasks you have to do and give your days some structure. And I do believe in structure post breakup because it just makes you feel a little bit more secure in a time when everything is kind of up in the air. Absolutely. That's, that's really helpful. Thank you. You, um, you are going to be okay. I promise. Like, yeah. I know it's like, I know it's shit. And, and it's like, I know you're probably thinking there couldn't have been a worse time for a breakup. But I would argue if you knew it wasn't right, 
it's better to do it now. It's better to do it now. You actually have some downtime with the holidays and you can start fresh again. Lord knows I love a new beginning. You can start fresh again in January (laughs) and like use that month to just like hibernate and focus on yourself and go to therapy and go on walks and be with friends. Um, You know, if you had waited till after the holidays, like that would have been a real fucking mess. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> yes. It's been a really rough couple of days and Yeah. Do you have your show's always been helpful, your page has always been helpful, so just thank you for yeah. you know, doing what you're doing and helping all of us. <laughs> I'm I'm sending you so much love. I know it feels like the world has been crumbled under you and you're just alone yeah. and it's just really, really difficult right now. But I promise you the worst part is actually done. Like I promise you. And every day will be a teeny tiny bit better. doesn't mean you're not going to take steps back, but every day will be a teeny bit better. And there will be a time when you look back and you're proud of yourself for how strong you were during this time. So also lean on your friends. Like they, even if they're in a relationship, even if they're married, whatever, lean on your friends and tell them exactly what you need. Be like, Hey, I'm really going through it right now. Can we just like watch a Christmas movie or like, Hey, can, can I just cry to you and explain the whole breakup? Cause I really feel like I need to get it out. You know, like whatever you need, people want to be there for you. And people honestly probably want to break from their fucking family right now too. Anyway. So <laughs> call on them. People like to be told what to do when someone's hurting. So ask them. Yeah. They 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 want to be there for you. Yeah, I have a really great support system. So I'm good. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Oh. Right. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. Yeah. Write to me Thanks if you so need. Much. Email email if you need. And and I promise you, you're gonna be okay. I promise. Thanks so much, Tanks. I love you. I'm sending you lots of love. Okay. Love, you too. love and strength <laughs> over this next period. Okay. Thank you. Be strong. Bye, Bye, babe. Who a breakup. Oh, shit. I should have told her to listen to the breakup episode. Listen to the breakup episode, babe. I promise. I, I, breakups are honestly the worst thing in the world. Like, that sick feeling that you get when you wake up. To me, that was always the worst part. When you wake up in the morning and there's, like, 30 seconds before all of your brain has, like, fully loaded. And you're like, wait, why was I sad again? And then you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. And all everything comes flooding back and you just start sobbing in your bed. That was, for me, always the worst part. But I do believe in taking it hour by hour. Um, Poor thing. Well, let's all send her some good vibes because that's just, that's just the pits. Uh, all right, Maddie. Let's chat with Maddie. Good morning, Ma- Maddie. How are you? <gasps> Thanks. Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? How are you doing? Oh, oh my God. I'm really good. Um, before I ask my question, I just want to say that I, I'm an American and I've lived in London for a long time too. Oh, amazing. And I just connect with you so much in that way. And it just brings me such small joy and I'm moving back to London in January, but Ooh, fun. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm so excited. And my best friend Martha is in London and she absolutely loves you and like you help us keep our friendship connected and I really appreciate that. Oh, I'm so glad and I'm so excited that you're moving back to London. I literally want to move back. I'm obsessed. It's the best place in the world. It's I know and so good. I saw I saw that you were saying like you might raise your kids there and stuff and like I am also kind of thinking that. I'm not in that stage of my life, but 
it's one of my favorite places in the whole world. Yeah. Anyway, it's the best. Yeah. Um, if, if I do have kids, I, I would definitely want to raise them there. It's it's the best. It's such a well-rounded yeah. city, and it's like one of the only major cities where I feel like it's it's livable, which is like a stupid thing mm-hmm. to say. But do you know what I mean by that? It's just kind of like you can yeah. live your life and not be too like wrapped up in stuff. Well, I, what I love about it is that like it's so accessible to other parts of England as yeah, well, you know, yeah. and like you can get around so easily and public transport is like amazing. You know, that's one of my favorite parts. It's of it. the best. Um, this, this, it's so yeah, easy to like, use. You hop on the tube, you can just go anywhere. You just, it's so accessible. I just love the culture. Mm-hmm. I love like, I love how people socialize there. I think it's really healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the, I love the, I love everything about it. Yeah. I mean, this is a love letter yeah. to London now. It's just so good. No, I know. I know. Um, the diversity of it as well is, it's is just one of my favorite things. Yeah. And also the tube for anyone who's in London or takes a subway or whatever, like that is one my favorite times just like riding the tube oh my god I know and And it's like people if you've been a follower or listener for a long time you guys you know how much I love car time but tube time oof very special also very special like you don't have to drive you don't have to drive you put on your you put on your music you're vibing you're chilling you're people watching it's just and it's so efficient that's the beautiful thing is there's no traffic so you're like in car time you can get a little frustrated with traffic but tube time you're just oh vibing chilling it's yeah unbelievable oh um, i absolutely love it and you had you just said something that made me think of my question which has to do with music okay um well i music is such a massive part of my life and i connect with people all over the world through music and and you really love music and one of the things i love about you but i have a question that's um what's your favorite song album and concert and festival me that's the question mm. That's so yep. fun. I've never had a question like that before. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, I'm so excited. That's such a fun one. Um, okay, wait. Song, album, uh, concert, and festival? Yeah, that you've ever been to. And then, obviously, song and album, like, your favorites of all time or maybe favorite right now, God. whatever you want. Okay. I mean, right now, what I'm, I'm going to do my right right now one, which is uh, the new says album is, like, like running my life, and I love it so much. Um, okay, okay. What is my favorite song of all time? That is so – I mean – I don't know. Is it cheesy? Maybe it's like maybe something by Fleetwood Mac, like something that makes me cry because mm-hmm. I love to cry. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite Absolutely. album. Okay, you know what? I'm just, I don't have a ton of time to think about it, so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say Reputation. I'm sorry. <gasps> I am. That's my favorite album of all time. Pound for pound, it's the album that's brought me most joy. And I just, I love it. And I, I relate to it. And I know every person thinks like, this album is about me. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I just love it. Um, my favorite festival that I've ever been to was the very first Coachella I went to. And it's because I was 20. I think I was 20 or 21. And I was in college. And I went with my best friend. We had no fucking idea what was going on we 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 went with like her boyfriend at the time and and we we had GA and we stayed in our friend's grandma's pool house and we walked and we had no we weren't prepared we didn't have any sweatshirts and I it was the best it was the best because I had no expectations and it because it blew my mind and it was in the heyday it was probably 2013 20 or 2012 and it was in the heyday of like Swedish house mafia and like that type of music mm-hmm. and we were just having the time mm-hmm. of our lives and I felt like on top of the world and it was just like 
oh my god it was it was so amazing and my favorite concert that I've ever been to um honestly wow am I gonna say the reputation tour again yeah yeah maybe because it was you know I was in also in a really happy time in my life and I went with my girlfriends and and it started pouring in the concert Mm. like it was outside and also we had really good chicken fingers there and I remember like so specifically us going and getting chicken fingers and we were all sitting and then it started pouring and Taylor just went with it and like and there's a really great picture of me and my girlfriends and it's pouring and we're laughing and we're just so happy and um oh my god I literally love this question I could talk about this forever like <laughs> maybe my other I... favorite run up okay sorry I'm gonna keep talking like yes. I, I can't no, stop no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, absolutely this is literally highlight of my life right now I love this so keep going <laughs> I I also went to this like very ratchet um festival called Splash House right when I graduated okay. college also and it's in Palm Springs and it's like it was at a it was at a hotel and it was very we, me and Brian my best friend were very into like um kind of tropical house at the time that was the cool type okay. of music and there was Kygo there and it was like before he was big and we were just like oh like uh th- this guy is amazing and no one else was like paying attention to him and we were in this really in like small space I don't know that was a good memory too you know why I love yeah. music and why I always say this is like I am literally tone deaf like I can't sing I I'm very unmusical I tried all those things and I think that the reason I love it so much is because I have a deeply deeply emotional reaction to it but mm-hmm. but I can't I can't intellectualize it like I was okay. an English major and I, I love to read and whatever and I think I love to read and, and I love all that stuff but sometimes I I overthink it because I'm an anxious person I I'm intellectualize it. I read into everything I think with music it's just so it's just such a foreign um like process to me and I love it because yeah, yeah. I have no idea how they make that music and every day I'm grateful that they do and I'm grateful that like <laughs> yeah. I can appreciate it even though I have no understanding of how I literally have tears in my eyes what the fuck is wrong with me oh, um, but oh my god <laughs> do you know what I mean like I, I just love yeah. how it makes me feel I love how as you said connecting with other people I love when I make a playlist and people write to me about it I love when I share yes. a song and yes. people are like oh my god this is amazing I I just yeah. I love that it's purely emotional and it just it, yeah. it's how it makes me feel and I just I absolutely love it so oh thank you yeah. for your question music. I really have tears in my eyes I'm just so happy oh, right now oh my god oh my god you're welcome I have one tip for you probably do this but maybe other people don't know as well like I manifest with music all the time oh a hundred percent yes same yeah yeah I'll, yep. I, for me I do it on my rich mom walks and I'll like I'll listen yep. to a song and I I even I think mentioned this once before on the radio or on a pod I, and I'll listen to a song and I'll literally visualize something happening like I'll make a movie to it in my head and yep. that's like how I mm-hmm. do it and then every time I listen to that song I'll imagine the scenario again and like I can't tell you mm-hmm. how many things have come true because of that pro- process so I, I I agree with you and I think it's so powerful it's like the number one tool everyone can manifest and everyone can have the life they want. And I love sharing that with people. Yeah. And like, yeah, music is such a fun way. And also music is like so much fun. Well, maybe not for everyone, but like, it's like my number one way of having fun and like my love language. And like you said, like you make playlists for us and stuff like that. And I adore that. 
And that's like how I communicate with people. Like, hey, this is a song that made me think of you. Or I think you really like this album. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, 100%. It's just the best. Yeah. And like when someone makes you a playlist, it's like that's like sex to oh. me. Like I, I. No, exactly. Oh, like I just I absolutely love it. So, yeah, I just. Wow. What a fantastic question that has like opened my oh. heart. I feel so joyful. And it was just it's fun to have like a different type of question. So. So thank you so oh. much. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. And for you, I'm going to just say one more thing. I think, do you know, I'm sure you know, the 1975? Yes, yes. I think that you'd really like their music. And it's, you know, like you said, like the intellectualization of it. And it sounds amazing, but it's really deep, meaningful stuff. Ooh, um, I'm I think everyone. I'm going to check it yeah, out. Yeah, they're. Um, their newest album is called Being Funny in the Foreign Language, and it's actually incredible. I think all of their music is incredible, so I am biased, but I'm um, I'm going to see them in concert in three days. So this is kind of what was making me really think about it, but I just, like, it lights me up in such an amazing way. I think you'd really like that artist and album, too. Awesome. Thank you for the suggestion. I'm going to check it out um, right after this. So thank you. I, I appreciate it. And thank you again for calling in and your and your question and that conversation. It was it was great. I loved it. Oh, I love you. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank Lots you so of much. Love. Good luck with the move. Lots of love. Bye, babe. Thank you. Bye. Wow. That was so nice. That was so nice, you guys. Oh, my God. I don't know why that made me so emotional. What's the thing that I always talk about with you guys on Instagram is like, you know, sometimes I, I can ingest a piece of media, whether it's a film or a song or whatever, and I feel so deeply about it that I feel kind of sick. I don't know what you can psychoanalyze me, what that means, but it's just very deep emotion. So anyway, I have that with music a lot. Let us talk to Ella. Good morning, Ella. How are you? Hi. Oh, my gosh. This is so exciting. What's going on? I'm okay. I'm okay. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. So I actually um, have something kind of sad I want some advice about. Okay. What's going on? So I recently found out that one of my, like, really good friends hooked up with my boyfriend when we were on a break. What? And, yeah, it's, it's so sad. That is so sad. I'm so sorry. You're not back together with the boyfriend, are you? Well, I just been I'm sorry. No, no, it's I okay. Just Take it so recently. Okay, okay. Okay. So so you're you're with a boyfriend and you guys decide to go on a break. How long was the break? I guess okay. It was it, we like broke up. Mm. So we dated for like a year and a half okay. and then um we broke up for like eight months and we were like kind of always on and off and like I know what you say about breakups but like I've learned my lesson like never again um about like getting back together with an ex but we were always like kind of on and off kind of talking kind of seeing each other yeah and then we've been like back together for like the past like eight months and then um I like had a feeling about it for like a while but it was never like pervasive it was just like kind of a like thought like oh, that's weird, like, we all used to be friends, like, I hung out with them together, just the three of us once, and yeah. there was, I was, like, kind of weird vibes, but, like, yeah. whatever, I'm just being crazy, and then, like, I finally, like, asked him, and he lied to me, and then I asked her, and she told me. Gosh, 
And did they only hook up once or was it like an ongoing thing? Yeah, it was like one night. <sighs> oh, did you confront your boyfriend? Yeah, I'm so mad at him. <laughs> you did. But like, I'm not talking to him right now. And yeah. I just like don't know what to do. Like, going forward, I'm so sad. And I have like so much hate that I don't want to have for like the both of them. Oh my God, my sweet girl. Okay. First of all, don't place any judgment on your emotions right now. If you're feeling hateful and you're feeling upset, you're well within your rights to because this is a big betrayal and it's really hurtful. So you're fine. You're, if you feel hateful, I mean, eventually you'll get rid of it, but it's fine. You're in shock. It's probably the worst feeling ever to feel like this betrayal of the person you're with, the person you love, that he was with your friend is a awful awful feeling it's yucky and it's just it's like it's nauseating I totally understand and you're completely valid in your reaction in terms of what you know what you want to do now I think I think the thing that bothers me more than even the betrayal of them hooking up is like the fact that he lied when you confronted him like that really doesn't sit well with me because it's like he was caught you know, like he was caught red handed mm -hmm. and it's like you gave him an out. And if he just said, look, we were wasted and I'm sorry and I shouldn't have done it and I should have told you then. OK, like then we have something to work with. But the fact that he lied and the fact that she had to tell you, I don't love. I mean, look, technically, did they do anything wrong? I'm using air quotes here. No, like you were broken up. But to me, that is such an a betrayal of girl code and that is so mean of your friend like it's even if even if you guys never got back together which if she's your friend she knows that you guys were on and off and it was kind of always like still going on even if it the breakup would have still been pretty fresh like it would have only been what three four months into the breakup in which case why the fuck would she hook up with him even if you guys were never going to get back together it's your ex i'm sorry call no. me old-fashioned but i try not to fuck my friend's ex-boyfriends in the months after the breakup like i'm sorry people think that you know my girl code is ridiculous but i just wouldn't do that it's nasty no. it's mean it's like there's a million other people to bang out there and she went for your ex like you know and even even more like nauseating is the fact that you guys would used to hang out together like that's really off that's off and I'm not placing more blame on her than I am on him but I'm saying they're both in the wrong and I'm saying it was really unkind and mean and I just I don't know I I, I don't know you're you're again you're in shock and you have to decide what you want to do and only you can decide that for me personally it would be too much for me like because I couldn't I don't know like I think thinking about them and and then it was just creating a weird dynamic and knowing that he lied to me for me it would be too much but only you can know you know if you want to take him back or try to mend things I know I feel like like I feel like I keep like thinking about it which is like so horrible and it's like a different form of torture and like I just don't know even if I wanted to if I ever would be able to get like past that yeah. image in my mind yeah you know? and it's like yeah I I don't know babe I think I think that you know the breakup and then getting back together and now this I kind of just think 
you know, it might be time to call it. I, I don't know. That's my gut instinct. Um, if you're madly in love with him, if you're like, Tinks, no, 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 this is like literally the father of my children. Like, I can't live without him, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, mend it. Because I do, you know, as we've all known on my journey this year, like, I think that this type of thing I used to be so black and white on. And now I'm like, you know, everything is circumstantial. If you want to work it out, I, you know, I think that there's a shot. But for me, I'm just like, is that worth your time? Because at the end of the day, you are the person who's suffered and you are the person mm-hmm. who's going to have to do the work. Like, it's not really him. It's going to be you. Like, it's going to be you every day trying to get that image out of your mind. It's going to be you feeling awkward with your friend. It's going to be you, like, feeling resentful towards your boyfriend. Like, it's your work. Like, that's the thing. He just has to sit there like a lug being like, okay, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. I think, like, I feel like I know it's time to end this. And, like, this is not the way I want. I, like, want so much more for myself. But, like, I just feel like it's been so hard to get over him. Like, I have so much love for him. And I just, like, don't know how to do it because I want this time for it to, like, stick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you got to just... Be strong with it. I think you've got to just say, listen, like, this is too much for me. And I, I, I need to just, I, I, this is, this is it. And then stick to it. Yeah. Like you said, like, if you're going to break up with him, do it and then cut all contact for real this time. You're right. You're so right. I think, I, yeah. I think it's time. I think it's time. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. You're not like. No, but, but like, you're, you're like, you know, you deserve more. Like you deserve like, like, again, this is kind of cheesy, but I always think like, imagine you're like telling your grandkids, like the story of how they met your partner and are you like, yeah. And then we got back together and then he, and then we broke up and then he fucked my, my friend. And then I got back with him and that, you know, like, it's like, yeah, maybe like, yeah, life is complicated and love is complicated, but I love a clean break. I love, I, I I think it's time. I think it's time to call it. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Um, I feel like I'm like, I'm 23. Like I got, I got years to go. You're 23. So. Oh, okay. This is okay. Yeah. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. You have so much more to live. You have so much more fun to have. You have so many more times to fall in love and, and make mistakes and learn about yourself and learn about other people and learn about what you like and don't like. And this is just not a good use of your time anymore. Like, and it doesn't even have to be dramatic. You know, it doesn't even have to be like a big thing. Just be like, listen, like I thought about it and I, I can't get past this. And, you know, I think you're awesome and I'm glad we've spent this time together, but like, I just, I don't want this anymore. Yeah, no, you're so right. Thank you. You're like truly the best. So thank you for everything. You're going to be Great. This is like the more we talk this through, the more I'm certain that this is the right choice. And I think you're going to have like a really, really good year next year. Like I can just tell, babe, I I just have a feeling you're going to have a real you're going to have like, you know, in the rom com where there's like the montage and like she's like doing all the things and like doing like going everywhere and like having the best time like that's your year next year. I'm calling it now. I'm manifesting it for you and I want that for you. So now advocate for yourself. Have a big cry. Go to a bunch of Christmas parties and start fresh in January because it's going to be a good one. Yeah, no, I'm so excited. I'm I'm like traveling for 
like three months next year i'm like going to med school like it's, oh it's like time for change your, your life is on fire your life is going great okay leave them to be messy together you don't care about them we, yeah. we, we wish them the best we wish them the best truly we do but that's that's, okay. that's done. thank you so much all right i love you babe lots of love bye bye oh what a cutie um guys that was our show listen to anybody in the dc area i don't know why i said dc area i have no idea how the geography works anybody who lives in dc friday morning i'm doing a rich mom walk i would love to meet all of you 9 a.m location tbd because i don't understand please someone i think near the mall i want it to be near the mall but i need a specific meeting spot someone please help me just say it not complicated because someone was like near this museum near this da, 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 da. i don't know i've never been there since i was born apart from one other time anyway friday morning 9 a.m um i can't wait to see you guys uh i'll have another episode for you friday i love you all so much uh that's that's all i've got for you have a fabulous wednesday i'll see you Friday. Bye.